0: Hello, beloved audience. It has been
1: a minute. Yeah, Frankie, why has it been a minute? Did did something partake your time by any chance? Um... Something that you may have reviewed on a YouTube channel? Um, um, I don't know. I think you do know.
0: Uh, maybe Spider-Man 2 came out. I, I, I don't know.
1: There's, like, a video I think you want people to listen to on a certain Blade Breaker channel. I listen,
0: look. I, I may have platinum that game within a couple of days. Um, Pretty much, audience, we're whores, and we
1: just pretty much want you to listen to us 24 hours.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. Um.
1: Comment below. Let me know what you guys think of my game. <laughs> yeah, right.
0: Um, it's, but, it, it's good, though, right? Oh, Spider-Man 2? Yeah. Game of the Year. Absolute game of the year. I'd be shocked if it wasn't. It, uh, it'll probably be Tears of the Kingdom if I'm if I'm a betting man. But you,
2: you, You're probably right, honestly.
0: But now let's talk about the most homoerotic vampire movie ever
1: made. I oh mean, yeah. I mean, well, Interview the Vampire is also a thing. But, I mean, this one kind of works. It works.
2: It kind that of is. works to that
1: favor, though.
0: It was directed by Joel Schumacher, who's known for nipples on
2: that suit, so. And. Yeah, an Irishman trying to sing. Sing
1: louder, sing! <laughs> Pretty much. That's a different review. Well, an Austrian man also telling people to sing louder, so yeah. That's a different review
0: for a different day.
2: We already covered Phantom, okay?
0: So today oh, we talking show. about The Lost Boys. Now, full transparency.
2: I'll be 100% honest with you guys. I have oh, I have seen this movie. Once. And that was 17 years ago. I see this movie. I watched the movie quite a bit. I love this movie. I actually saw it
1: in theaters when it was re-released.
0: Yeah, I just... um.
1: Me and I at least went and saw it. I got caught up in life and never got around to watching this, so, uh... I'm, probably, I'm gonna have to take the reins, and Frankie's just gonna probably just do some witty comments as I describe the plot.
0: Yeah. So, um, pretty much. um, I'll go over the cast and directing all that, and then I'll let you carry the plot. Um, yeah, that's fine. So, The Lost Boys is a comedy-horror film, sort of, um... Directed by Joel Schumacher, who actually has made good movies, guys.
2: This is one of them.
0: Um, and it stars uh, Jason Patrick, and Kiefer Sutherland, who most people probably know from Twenty Four.
1: Which um, I've only really seen like a few episodes of. I, mean, I haven't really watched the whole thing, but it's really good. Frank, you've seen all of Twenty Four, though. I
0: have. I've seen everything except for Twenty Four Legacy, which is like a spinoff, and Kiefer wasn't in it. But I've seen every episode that he was in. Fantastic show!
1: So you saw the the second run of the one that other season? Yeah, that I you did. came back for.
0: Yeah, I did. Was that any good? Fantastic. Oh. Well, it was a mini series. It wasn't like a full twenty four hours. It was twelve hours. But
2: it was only twelve hours.
0: Yeah, it, but um, the last episode there's a ju- twelve hour jump, like halfway through the episode.
2: Oh,
1: that's kind of lame, but whatever.
0: It is what it is. They made it work. They wrapped. Oh. Up, they were able to wrap up the storyline. In 12 hours, so... Okay. okay. Um, so, yeah, it stars uh, Jason Patrick, Corey Ham. I don't know who that is.
2: Oh, uh, this Rook- is the only... This is the really only movie of his I've seen. Or I
1: have uh, conscious memory of seeing.
0: Corey Feldman's in this. Jameson Newlander's in this. Diane Wiest. Alex Winter. Billy Worth, Brooke McCarter. And other people. So... Yeah, from what I remember, this is a movie about two brothers who moved to a fictional town in California.
2: It's instead of Santa Cruz, it's Santa
1: Carla.
0: And they're assaulted by vampires. <laughs> uh,
1: effectively, yeah.
0: All right, well... that okay. That's basically it. So, normally I take the reins here, but um, you got the floor, man.
1: Well... So he open up with Keith Sutherland and his gang of biker buds just harassing people on a merry-go-round, and a security guard tells him to hit the bricks, so to speak.
0: Was this before or after the latest terrorist attack in America?
1: Uh, I'd say this is right before. This is probably when he's a rookie.
0: Okay, so he's not, like, head member of
1: CTU yet. Gotcha. No, not yet. This is year one. Year one of Jack Bauer. <laughs> he goes, this is actually a Jack Bauer origin story, audience. He goes from David Powers to Jack Bauer. <laughs> yeah, pretty funny. Listen, shit went down in Santa Carla. Okay, oh, he
0: had to change his name. Man. Gets a wife, a kid. Fucking joins a
1: terrorist. What is amazing, him. considering vampires can't reproduce. I know, in so. common
0: lore. And until you watch Van Helsing, and then there are fucking vampire eggs everywhere. Yeah,
1: it's weird, but you know what? Van Helsing's a fun ride. So, anyway, the, the security guard gets stopped by a steady cam shot. I don't even know if it is steady cam, but it's a tracking shot.
2: So, you're allegedly, oh, something's flying here and it's getting him. So, then we cut to one half of the two
1: quarries. The son of the priest from The Exorcist and the mom from Footloose driving a car with a with a Siberian Husky, and then you get Doors music playing as they're moving to Santa Carla, not to be confused with Santa Cruz. Remember, it's not Santa Cruz, but is dancing banned in this town? No, sadly, no. Ah, and with some of the way these kids are
2: dressed, you would I honestly can side with the parents from Footloose. Seriously, what was up with the 80s fashion? Listen. I don't know. Everyone was weird. It's California. They're all stoned off their ass. Pretty much. So
1: they go to this, like, their grandfather's house. It really doesn't even look like a house. It looks more like a store. And the grandfather is really weird. He's a very weird old hippie, it feels like. But he's not a hippie, it's weird. And his house is just filled with dead taxidermy animals. It's a pretty weird place. It it literally does look like something from Texas Chainsaw Massacre.
0: Oh no. Yeah, right? No, 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 no. It's like the Baker estate from Resident Evil 7 biohazard. Jesus Christ.
1: And literally this I guess this besides the beach, this town is kind of boring because everyone goes to the Boardwalk Pier, because there's a carnival and shit there. It's trying to be Coney Island, but it's not.
2: It's like if Coney Island was on meth. That's what I can describe this Boardwalk. Huh. Uh, Oh, God. Yeah, it it, it paints a picture, doesn't it? And so they they go to this
1: concert where this very weird, shirtless, muscle-oiled man is
2: playing the saxophone. It's like... I don't know what's up with this act, and everyone's just eating out. I'm like, this sucks. You
0: just just don't understand. You You don't
2: get it, all right? It was the 80s, I know. Everything was androgynous.
0: You don't get the power of that saxophone. It's like Kenny G on steroids. That's what this is. Did he, um... Pretend to molest Mr. Garrison to make him feel better?
2: If you,
1: Frankie, just watch this scene, you would honestly believe this man would probably molest Mr. Garrison. Oh, Dad! (laughs) Oh, God, That
2: fucking... Dad (laughs) paid Kenny G to molest him. I didn't do squat. Why Kenny G?
0: (laughs) That episode
1: makes fun of Kenny G and Yoko Ono in the same episode. South Park was something else, man. Anyway, so... Michael, the older brother, notices an extremely hot girl just appear out of nowhere. Like, she she comes from under age. very weird.
2: And she notices him, so Michael just starts stalking this chick. It's flat-out stalking. Huh. Meanwhile, their mom is getting hit on by a guy who looks like he should be Herman Munster. Oh, that reminds me.
0: Yeah. Um, the first time we watched this movie um, was with uh, Peter Odo, our uncle from the um Bucktooth Gremlins.
2: Yeah. And our cousin. Which cousin? Jake. Was he there when we watched this? Mm-hmm. And he called the plot twist. Well, he'd seen it. No, he hadn't. Oh, Jake called.
0: Jake called the plot twist. Oh, really? Hmm. I did not remember that. Oh, I did because I was. I looked at it. and was like, "No, no, you're crazy." And then it's true, and I was like, "Oh, fuck."
2: Yeah. <laughs> okay. But continue. But yeah, that, so their mom's being hit on by Herman Munster. And you see Keith or Sutherland,
1: the biker boys from down the block, show up. And just start messing around with the store. Because they're bad
2: kids. They're bad boys.
0: What you gonna do when they come for uh,
2: Effectively. So they go riding off on their dirt bikes. And so Mike Michael's just continuing to stock stars. And he tells Sam to fuck off.
1: So Sam goes into this comic book store... Which is run by the
2: voice of Donatello and some kid whose career went nowhere. The Frog Brothers. Huh. They're weird. They're really weird. They act like they're like gruff 40 year old but they're like 14-year-olds. It's a very weird acting choice, but it's, it's amazing.
0: They are something else.
1: I, I love Corey Feldman's tough guy voice. I'm just like, no.
0: <laughs> was he, uh, was this before or after Tommy Jarvis?
2: This is after Tommy Jarvis. Okay. I think this is right after Goonies.
0: Gotcha. That's another movie I've only seen once. I don't think I've ever seen Goonies in full. You've never seen Goonies?
2: In full. I mean, I've seen bits. And I've seen the ending where they it's somehow they're now pirates.
0: That's a movie that should never get a sequel, but that's you know or a remake. Hollywood, that's
1: just how Thanos is work. in it. Yes, Thanos is in it. He was expecting the snap, and everyone just turned to dust. It's weird.
0: That's um that that's what Thanos does. Did you know, probably? I think after the good news, he did a skateboard movie. Nothing about that surprises
2: me. Thanos on a skateboard. Definitely check it out. I forgot what it's called. But it's hilariously bad. So anyway, we cut to the next night. Michael's doing the same shit again, except this time the pretty
1: girl is talking to him, and she tells him her name is Star. Dumbass name, I know, but we're not going to judge her for it.
0: I was going to say something else, but I'm not going to do it. What were you going to say? I'm not going to do it. But then finally,
2: Keith... Huh? Nothing. Oh. Cleared my throat? But but finally, Keith Sutherland shows up
1: and talks to Michael. And this is where the true love story is. This is the gayest thing I've seen since... Like, if you thought the sexual chemistry between Tom Cruise and the Australian guy from cocktail was palpable, then you ain't seen nothing yet. Keith Er, Sutherland and Jason Patrick literally are about to make
2: out in every scene they're
0: in. What about Nightmare on Elm Street Park
2: 2? You know, I've only seen that once, and that was the time we watched it.
0: That, That movie has some gay undertones, let me tell you. I don't know what
1: has more gay undertones. This, Cocktail, or Top Gun, or Nightmare 2. Uh, Brokeback Listen, Mountain. Listen, not that there's anything wrong with being gay. I, I, you know, you live your life, you be happy. Great, great for you. Don't Brokeback hide it. Mountain. Embrace it, guys. Come on. Don't try to play it off as something else. Embrace the gay.
0: What about Brokeback Mountain?
1: Well, I embraced it. Though I've never actually seen Brokeback Mountain. So actually, I can't say I embraced it. For, they could have just done it then for the rest of the movie. They could be just hating on each other. See, I've seen
0: it from the perspective of the horses.
2: So have I actually.
1: Uh,
0: uh, Run! It's one of my favorite family
1: guy But away. Anyway. <laughs> so Keith Sutterlin taunts seductively taunts Michael to follow them to their little clubhouse in a pretty impressive bike chase. Like it outshines the Grease 2 bike chase.
0: Oh really? Something a good movie does outshines something a bad movie does, that's um. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but see, but see, the thing about Greece too that people don't understand, and they don't understand the brilliance of it, it's a Spider-Man movie.
1: Thank you! <laughs> yeah. You know, I've told people that since we've done that review, and they just look at me all weird. I'm like, have yeah. you watched it? It's a Spider-Man movie.
2: It's, spi- it's Spider-Man!
1: <laughs> That's still one of the funniest bits we've ever done. Oh, man. Something Greece 1 doesn't have. It doesn't have Spider-Man in it. of yeah, yeah. this movie.
0: Oh man, that Spider-Man just makes everything better unless it's Spider-Man three.
1: So early in the f- I just wanna wanted- i missed something. Early in the film, the Frog Brothers give Sam a comic book about vampires, leading to they know something that Sam doesn't. And so we so after the bike chase scene and the and Keith and Southern wants to get Michael into his bedroom, we cut to Ooh. Sam's bedroom and he has this weird
2: poster of Rob Lowe. Everyone under the bus has made fun of it. It's just like, a Joel Schumacher film, you say? Do you remember that at all, Frankie? What? Post the very weird placed poster of
1: Rob Lowe in the 14-year-old's bedroom. Look, man. The the movie's got gay undertones enough as is, okay? But the thing is, Rob Lowe kind of looked like Jamie Lee Curtis in that photo. It's weird.
0: I don't know why there's a Rob Lowe poster there. Same, same. Joe
2: Schumacher, man. Yeah, he's got to yeah. throw his little things in somehow. He he does. But anyway, so they the vamp spoilers. They're vampires. I'm just gonna say that if you don't know,
1: they're vampires. But now, why are you listening to this review?
2: The I... vampires
1: just start messing with Michael
2: by making the Chinese food look like maggots and worms. Oh god. So then Keith Sutherland
1: tells Bill from Bill and Ted to get a bottle of wine, and you can just tell some it's Roofied. Cause Keith Sutherland plays it like it's a fucking Roofied drink. He plays it like he's Bill Cosby on the prowl. Oh god. Which, honestly, Bill Cosby probably was doing that at this time period, so... Rufi Huxtable. Rufi's Huxtable. It's a damn shame. That show is actually pretty decent, <laughs> from what I've seen.
0: Uh, the Cosby show?
2: Yeah, from what I've seen, it was actually a pretty good show.
0: Oh, uh-huh. I, I don't know.
1: Yeah, so Michael's just drinking it, Star pretty much tries to tell him, yeah, that's blood, dude. And he's like, yeah, sure it is. And I'm the sugar plum very chug... Like, homie just downs that bottle. Did he actually say that? No.
2: Uh Uh-oh. Well, he says, yeah, right. Chug. Oh, what a... (sighs) So, anyway, the next morning, Michael starts acting like he's just got a
1: 24-hour hangover. At least until nightfall comes around. And then he starts acting weird. And the dog senses something's up, so the dog's just on alert ready to go from the minute Michael shows up.
2: To the point where where we see the 14-year-old boy having a bubble bath.
0: All right, Joel Schumacher.
2: All right, tone it down, Schumacher. Just come on. The dog pretty much goes all Cujo on Jason Patrick. Then he starts flying like he's Mary Poppins.
1: Until he decides he's not going to fly anymore. And so he decides to run back to the cave to get some answers, but instead sees the girl and decides to get laid. Gets no answers. He's like, eh, chicks make it out of me. All right, I'm going to get laid.
2: Look, look, look. I get it. (laughs) It's a weird time to have a love scene in a film. He's like, what's
1: going on with me? I don't know. Kiss. I mean, to be fair,
2: is there ever a bad time to do that? I mean, but they have no chemistry. They really don't. Neither do Anna, kid and Padme, but people still
1: like the prequels for some reason. I will defend the prequels. I will die on that hill. Prequels
2: are now getting love, which I l- appreciate. I don't. But no, really... Anakin and Pad may barely have any chemistry. Look, oh.
0: they do, they have more chemistry than fucking Christian Grey and whatever that bitch's name was in those movies. Ugh, I've only seen the first one.
2: I will say Michael and Star do have more chemistry than Edward and Bella. It's shocking! That's shocking. Ugh.
0: Because Edward and Bill have the best chemistry ever on screen.
1: But realistically, nothing much happens up to this point. I mean, Sam st- knows his brother's a vampire. Because he's showing all the signs. So Sam's wigging out. So they decide, hmm, everything started going down when my mom
2: got hired at the video store by Herman Munster, who is of kind of dating my mom. He's the head vampire.
1: These, apparently, yeah, the Frog Brothers are vampire hunters, forgot to mention
2: that, who apparently know all about vampires. Huh.
1: So they invite Max in
2: thinking he's a vampire, which they should have known once you invite a vampire in, their powers would be useless, but Max isn't a vampire, he's just a normal dude. He fails all the tests, so he's not the head vampire. Even though, like, well, Michael,
1: who are you even hanging out with? Ne- never crosses his mind to ask his, his older brother, who are you even hanging out with? Oh, I hang out with these weird biker bums. Maybe well, they're vampires. They gave me the wine, and since I drank it, this shit's been going on. I mean, Michael, your new
2: boyfriend is very
0: clearly the head vampire, that's all I'm saying.
2: For real. Like, he's got to protect Keith or Sutherland. Get it together. So yeah, Michael goes to confront lane. Uh, they go on a
1: they go on a little bike hunt to these I don't know what these this weird group of people getting drunk on the beach, dancing to "Walk This Way."
2: And so the vampires just go on the kill. My, they tell Michael, "Hey, you a vampire, bro? Feed or you're dead." Eat Eric Roberts. Yeah, exactly. Eat Eric Roberts or you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> so That's, pretty much, Michael
1: and Sam and the Frog Brothers go to get star, and there's this little boy there. Like, why would why would you make a little kid a vampire? Um, because it's so random. This kid does nothing in the film. Just the, he's just a little kid.
2: Like Hi. You could remove the kid Laddie from this and you'd lose nothing. Huh. You'd lose nothing in the plot. Except for one joke. Interesting. So they go back to the cave and they get Star and Laddie. They manage to kill Bill off.
1: Although I, that's not his name in the film. They kill Alex Winter's vampire off. Oh, that's a different movie altogether.
2: Yeah, but that whole but you'll never see him as anything but Bill from Bill & Ted. I, okay. So they kill they kill one with and did you have you did you
1: remember the vampires bleed and it's sparkly. They bleed glitter. See, this is where Twilight got it from. You know what? It wouldn't shock me.
2: But it's okay in this film because because? Because. Oh, well, all right. Yeah. Sound logic? It's at this point when you realize the Frog Brothers kind of suck at their job. Yeah. They,
1: they don't accomplish but, much of anything, really, do they? No, they
2: really don't. They. This is the only vampire they actually kill. Wow. And it's just, And he's asleep. Cause the one they face in the bathroom is is killed by the dog. Oh god! The Frog Brothers freaking suck. They do. They're really the worst. Anyway, so Sam tries to warn his mom that their va-
1: vampires are coming, and mom naturally doesn't believe him. So they're like, "We're on our own." But you know, the half van- all the half vampires are asleep, so the boys just decide to. Gear up they get garlic they seal holy water and then it set the house up for a big brawl because they know the vampires are coming for them
0: yeah, honestly i thought you were gonna say set the house on
1: fire and i was gonna be like oh
0: wow i mean the house
1: virtually almost does get set on fire that that, that took a turn <laughs> the house pretty much by the end of this almost looks like it got set on fire but anyway they set up they're ready Corey Feldman is telling them how vampires will go out different ways. The vampires show up, and they split them up along the house. The, the brothers are downstairs. The frog, bro- the frog brothers go up to the bedroom and decide they're going to kill Star and Laddie because they're just blood-hungry
2: monsters. Seriously, the, Laddie and Star do nothing to these two, and they're like, Let's kill them! Then the
1: blonde guy who looks like he's from Twisted Sister shows up. And the frog brothers are
2: useless. They they fuck up. So, Nanook, the dog, has to kill him.
0: Oh, well, the dog's just, um...
2: The dog op- is is the real hero of this film. He is. This dog
1: knows shit's going now. The dog is the only one who kills the vam- a vampire. Nah, man,
2: look. The grandpa is actually angry. Oh, the, the grandpa is yeah. Frank, he's right. So then, oh, okay, yeah. Sam arrows a vampire to his radios
1: to the radio sound system, and he goes boom. And then, unfortunately, the lovers Michael and David have to fight. Oh, because David wants to make Michael a vampire and turn him into a killer. Michael's just not about that. So, unfortunately. They have to break up. That's important. Though it's weird though, Michael's still a half vampire, but he turned his changes into like the monster
2: vampire look they get before when they're gonna kill. I don't know why that happens. Michael never consumed blood. I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. It's not really explained. He gets punched by David, then he just changes.
1: And then Michael kills David, and it's very sad because David
2: is the best character in the film.
0: R.I.P. Jack Bauer.
2: R.I.P. Jack Barrel. Barrel? I said barrel. Do a barrel roll.
1: That's what he should have done. Because they're Uh, fighting mid air, so honestly,
0: he should have done a barrel roll. He's dodging in mid air like ultra instant.
1: However. Michael, Star, and Laddie are still vampires. Nothing's changed, even though they killed David, who everyone thinks is the head vampire. There's still one more left. And at this moment, Michael and Sam's mom shows up with Max, and they run into the house, and Max goes over to see David's body, and you're just thinking, oh, he's just seeing, well, there's a body in this house, so these kids are murderers. I'm calling the police. Then Max just goes like, yeah, see, sorry about this. My boys are kind of fuck-ups, fuck and they acted a little too rashly. Motherfucker just drops it all that and he's actually a vampire. And pretty much says, you dumb shit. You never invite a vampire into the house. It leaves you powerless. Yeah. Although now that I'm
2: thinking about it, the Frog Brothers or Sam didn't invite him in. That was Michael. But then again, the Frog Brothers should have known. Well, he, if he's a vampire, he's, been, he's in the house because vampires cannot enter a
1: house unless they're invited. They should have known these tests wouldn't have worked. So, yeah, my, my, my point's still valid. It is. The Frog Brothers suck. It, it, it. They're really bad at their job. So yeah. everyone's just trying to take down Max because Max just wants... What Max's plan was... He was gonna have David and the Biker Bums get Michael in with peer pressure, and then Michael would probably get Sam in, involved because Michael's the older brother, and Sam would probably listen to his older brother and become a vampire. And so they, then they would get the mom
2: in, so to be the vampire mom and bride. So they'd just be one big Brady Bunch happy blood sucking family. Well, that I mean, good in theory. good in theory here's a better plan you
1: just fucking turn her into a vampire yourself you
2: You compel her to drink blood and there you go jeez I do everything for these people I swear must I do everything for you must I do everything for these idiots
1: seriously this movie could have been over had Max just do, done vampire powers on the mom
2: and the, the, bro, the brothers and the... There we go! Vampires just raining loose on Santa Carla. Oh, God. Movie's over! But anyway,
1: everyone's trying to kill Max at this point, and they all just can't touch him.
2: He's like s- the strongest thing ever. Probably because he's like, who knows how old he is. He's old enough. Probably he's probably been around a
1: bit. Yeah, he's been so, around once twice. They can't sell then all of a sudden you hear the grandpa's
2: truck come in. He just backs into the house with these Yeah, they
1: their giant logs sharpened to be a stake. Michael pushes Max, the the tree trunk impales Max, he goes flying into the chimney. And explodes! <laughs> so everyone's like, hey, everything's happy. We're not vampires anymore. Yeah, Over the top death. It really is. Every death in this film is over the
2: top, except for Keith Sutherland. He just gets stabbed by reindeer, like, deer antlers. Kind of, like, yeah, Jack Bauer has the least dramatic death. It's kind of lame. Poor Jack Bauer. It really is. Like, he should have gotten gone got out like a champ. But he didn't. No, he did. But anyway, the
1: grandpa goes to the kitchen, gets his soda, and they're like, Dad? and like, You know, the only thing I couldn't stomach about Santa Carla? All the damn
2: vampires. So, this motherfucker's been killing vampires for years at this point. And that's just how it ends. It's yeah, just, and that's it's how like, it just the movies ends. the doors! Well, it's Echo and the Bunnymen doing the doors, but still. I know that was a little off-the-cuff, not as straight as Frankie or Annalise would have done it, but I have to do, I have to do my own style when it comes to plot details. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But no, final thoughts. I love this film. It's ridiculous. It is
1: 80s cheese, and I love everything about it.
2: Yeah, I remember
0: um, being entertained by it, um, but I I haven't watched this. It's
1: a it's a fun movie. It ain't. It's nothing. It's not gonna win awards. There's a reason why people remember this film fondly.
0: Like last time I saw this movie, I was 14. So, but I think that's the right age so see it. Better than watching Indiana Jones when you're 29 and not caring. God me.
2: Anyway, T- yeah, right. Yeah, that's but yeah, cool. I, this was a simple. Well, we were we're releasing this the two days at, or a day
1: after Halloween. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah we wild. got yeah, we got two relatively monster horror films in for Halloween,
2: so that's pretty good. Yeah, I can't complain too much. Yeah, no, but, but yeah. um, oh. I
0: feel like this is where Kiefer like. Got some recognition, because before this movie, was he was basically a nobody.
1: Yeah, I mean, he, I think he did Stand By Me before, but this is pretty much what put him on the map. Put him in, on the map. Because after this, he did Young Guns, which is amazing.
0: Most people, I think, are going to know him now.
1: Exactly. Oh, it, yeah, it's 24, but this is probably his second best-known role.
0: It, it, it might be.
1: This and 24 are his most-known performances.
0: Yeah, I I yeah, definitely. Definitely. I
1: mean people know the Coreys, I
2: guess. They were a big thing. I know Corey Feldman. Who's the other one? Uh This is the only movie I've seen Corey Heyman. Uh, all right. Yeah, right. Alright. Well. Diane, we just had a a pretty good career. Yeah, I don't
0: I never I don't remember um the main actor at all?
1: I don't know if he's Jason done, Patrick. Yeah, I don't. Uh, done
0: I think anything? he was on.
1: I think he was in a couple episodes of Entourage, but was he? Uh, he was in the fire movie that Vince was going to be before, and the director went bonkers.
0: Um. Oh yeah, he was. He
1: yeah, was. you're right. That's really anything else I've seen Jason Patrick in. You Jamie can...
2: Gertz, who plays Star, was in Twister.
1: I
0: forgot that movie existed. It's not good. It's certainly a movie.
2: It's it's a thing. I wouldn't call it a movie.
0: It's certainly something that was made. That's for sure.
2: It kind of re-illustrates
1: the point that Philip Seymour Hoffman was kind of creepy.
2: Yeah, it does. That, Boogie Nights. Even Almost Famous, he's kind of creepy. Have I ever seen Boogie Nights? You had to have seen Boogie Nights. I'd be shocked if Petey didn't show you Boogie Nights.
0: Is that the movie with the porn industry? Yeah. Okay, I have seen it.
1: That's the movie where Mark Wahlberg sings the Transformers song. Oh my god,
0: he does. Yeah, um, Burt Reynolds kills it in that movie.
2: Burt Reynolds is awesome in that movie. Yeah, he is. But yeah... yeah. That's our Lost Boys review. Well, finally. Yeah. It's finally, well, yeah.
1: But I believe now it is Frankie's turn to pick a film. Yeah, it
0: is. And I'm caught between two. So... Oh, oh, boy.
2: I'm going to flip a coin. Oh, God. All right. All right, it's heads. Anthony? What? Prepare yourself. I don't like where this is going. This
0: is going to be definitely something. We're going to review Batman and Robin.
2: You
1: fuck! <laughs> Two Schumachers in a row?
2: <laughs> you fuck! <laughs> <laughs> You fucking fuck! Is this the first comic book movie we we've done on this channel? No, we did Grease too. That's a Spider-Man movie.
1: Oh,
0: you're right. Oh, seriously, is this actually the first comic book movie we're doing? You fucking dick! <laughs> okay, no, no, no. Okay, we can't make that the first comic book movie we do. I'm sorry. I got. I, I can't. I can't do. I can't put us through that. Not yet at least. So instead we're gonna talk about South Park bigger, longer, and uncut.
2: I mean with all the South Park references we do,
0: yeah,
1: that's fine. Yeah,
0: I can't I can't in good faith make Batman and Robin the first combo
2: movie we do. Honestly, I thought I thought the first combo movie we would do was the original Spider-Man. Well um I don't anyway so South Park Big Longer and i Cut is coming up next, guys. I'll enjoy watching that.
0: So, until then, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next you time. You do realize
1: now, we're probably going to get a message from P saying you should have stuck with Batman and Robin. No, you stick with Batman and Robin. Fuck you, do your own podcast. <laughs> and on that note, we'll end
2: our show with a fuck you, do your own podcast. Oh, you're going to get shit for that. I'll see you later.